It's Thursday, the 20th of May, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the local share market had its worst day in three months, losing $43 billion in value, as equities around the globe and cryptocurrencies take a dive. Plus, signs of wages growth emerge in the Australian economy. Get ready for a fire sale of inner city apartments and new laws to make it easier to get a loan in doubt. Our lead story today, the local share market had its worst session in three months yesterday as fears about inflation, China and commodity prices and valuations triggered a sell-off across the bourse. Only one company in the top 50, James Hardy, which had tumbled on Tuesday, ended the day higher than where they started. The biggest losers were the big miners, following commentary out of Beijing that China was looking for new sources of iron ore and could develop its own industry. BHP, Fortescue Metals and Rio Tinto all ended down more than 3% yesterday, but they had plenty of friends. Woodside Petroleum, Newcrest Mining, Transurban, Telstra, Macquarie Group and Commonwealth Bank all dropped by more than 2%. At the close of the session, the S&P ASX 200 was down 1.9% to 6,932 points. In some respects, markets are going back to more normal cycles. Tech stock valuations surged last year as people adapted to work from home. Cryptocurrency valuations went crazy. There was a flood of money for private equity. But more recently, valuations of those assets have fallen. Discussion is more about growth than value stocks. Growth is about long-term prospects. Value is about riding the economic cycle. And with economies booming, value stocks are in vogue. All in all, a pretty rough 24 hours in markets, with equities, oil and cryptocurrencies all falling sharply. But at least markets are returning to more normal times. In overseas news, US markets fell overnight for the third consecutive session. Fears of inflation continued to dominate Wall Street. In Europe, the FTSE 100 and Stocks Europe 600 both closed down, and Asian markets were generally lower too. Bitcoin has had a crazy run over the past 24 hours, falling 31% before rising 33%. It tumbled after the People's Bank of China said digital tokens can't be used as a form of payment in the world's second largest economy. Alongside Tesla founder Elon Musk's decision to not accept Bitcoin for car purchases, the Chinese commentary pushed the value of the cryptocurrency to its lowest level since early February. It then rebounded in part because Mr. Musk tweeted that he wasn't selling his $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Other digital currencies, including Ether and Dogecoin, also bounced. Crazy, crazy, crazy. The European Union's 27 member nations have provisionally agreed to open up to holiday makers that have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. But travellers from countries that have variants of COVID that are more difficult to contain, notably Britain, may have restrictions placed on them. And US President Joe Biden said the US must defend open and safe sea lanes in the Arctic and South China seas as nations, including Russia and China, try and assert greater control over maritime regions. The sea lanes are particularly contentious, and the comments will raise the ire of Moscow and Beijing. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. March quarter wages grew by 0.6%, taking the annual pace of change to 1.5%. That's still well below the levels that the Reserve Bank wants to see to help get some inflation back into the economy. But at least wages have risen over the past six months, after growth was almost non-existent for the middle part of 2020. 
The Westpac Melbourne Institute of Consumer Sentiment fell 4.8% this month from its record highs of April. The measure was taken after the federal budget and the reading is still the second highest since April 2010. Get ready for a flood of sales of inner city apartments. There might even be a bargain or two amidst them. A survey from Digital Finance Analytics shows that more than 2,000 apartments in Melbourne and almost 2,300 in Sydney were about to hit the market. Investors have been stuck with vacant apartments as borders closed and international students stopped arriving. Analysts warned that the flood of units and current preference for standalone housing doesn't augur well for prices. Pauline Hanson won't support government plans to scrap responsible lending laws, according to media reports. The changes announced last year put the onus back on the borrower rather than the lender to ensure repayments can be met. When the new rules were announced, bank share prices jumped, but the government needs the support of the crossbenchers to pass the legislation. Might be a tough day for bank shares. The Prudential Regulator has labelled superannuation funds with less than $30 billion in assets uncompetitive. Almost 90% of the 142 funds regulated by APRA have less than $30 billion in assets, though there used to be a lot more. About 70 funds have merged in the past eight years. The problem with the smaller funds is they don't achieve economies of scale to keep costs down. And Australia recorded its highest day of vaccinations on Tuesday, with 95,950 jabs given. Almost 3.3 million vaccinations have now been delivered to around 13% of the population. Triggering the surge was the opening of mass vaccination centres in Victoria and New South Wales. It came as a survey by the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age newspapers said one third of Australians were unlikely to be vaccinated. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.